Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Los Marcos. My name is Varro, I am your host, and with me are Oscar and Kells. What's up, guys? What up, bro? We promised our listeners a Thursday and Friday episodes, and here we are recording on a rainy Thursday night in New York City. I'm actually happy that it's raining, so everybody can go inside, because people were like a little too crazy yesterday with the heat. Yo... <laughs> I watched the news for like five minutes and then like I feel like 13 deaths were reported yo y'all, y'all heard like, about that what? girl that's the girl like that girl that got yoked up on, she got stabbed on the train on yeah. the platform on, on, yeah right right by the Metrocall machine I actually, yeah, she, I actually knew who she was you know her? yeah what? yeah that was crazy oh viral snitching in these streets no no he knows the girl that died that's yeah. what he said oh she died? yeah, yeah dude she, died. she got oh, poked damn. up bled out Shit. Shit, crazy. Yep. Did you not see? Did you not see this? I saw the video. Place? I didn't think she died though. Bro, no, I haven't was... seen the video. I just, I just saw the. People get stabbed and shot every day in New York. Nah. That doesn't mean they die. Yeah. She, she got it in the chest, in the side, and the neck. It was a wrap. So, R.I.P. R.I.P. But anyways, let's talk uh, some wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Enough uh... about death. Let's talk about death matches. Uh, nah. uh, we're, not, we're, not fans, we're not fans of death matches on this podcast. We we don't we don't death matches is garbage. Get out of here with that shit. Like like a week ago, matches. there was um on Twitter there was a bunch of videos of uh some promotion that does like backyard wrestling. Oh man, and bro, the bumps that they take are so unnecessary. Like one guy jumps off the roof and like goes through like three tables and lands on his neck. I was like, Jesus Christ, why? Oh man! Sometimes you gotta do it for the gram. You gotta do it for the views. <laughs> and if you die, that's it. No more views for you. It's like that hog well, show I mean, when uh, when I, you'd get a lot of views, you just you just wouldn't see them. <laughs> remember that Hurricane Run in the steel cage at the HOG show? Fire! That was Bro, it. that was a pretty good. That spot, was cringy. That was a good spot, but there was nobody there. <laughs> that was a good match too. Shout out Matthew Travis and oh boy! All right. WWE Raw and SmackDown. Last week, I was a little bit hype about Raw. This week, I think it dwindled down a little. It wasn't as good as it was last week, but SmackDown stepped up this week and was better. Looks like we're going back to the like a year ago when Raw was trash and SmackDown was good. Well, SmackDown was beat. It was like every show was like an eight or nine. Honestly, uh, this show was great with uh, the triple. Threat match with Otis, the God, yep, Daniel Bryan and Xavier Woods. They put on a, a great showing. Xavier Woods showing off his strength with the power slam. Otis winning with a he did like a power slam move too, right? Mm-hmm. As his finisher. So I, that was a solid triple threat match. It, it keeps the storyline going. It makes us interested in the tag team division, which is something that New Day's always been able to do. And I love Daniel Bryan, but like. um Xavier would say, who's your daddy when it comes to Eric Rowan? Like, he don't really bring anything to the table. I'd rather be Luke Harper in that situation with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I mean, I've told you guys that I'm not, like, a big Otis fan. He's cool, but I'm not, like, a huge Otis mark. But that Only match, he thinks this, by the way. That match on Tuesday, Otis looked like a star. Otis is, I feel, the greatest thing that WWE has ever done with, with a redneck. <laughs> they have usually used redneck gimmicks and they've made them trash. Otis is like great. 
He can. He can't talk. He he makes his funny remarks. He's basically Larry the Cable Guy that wrestles. Yeah, they don't let him talk too much, like just enough. And I don't know, Daniel Bryan and Xavier Woods just elevated him, made him look like a star. Like that was, like I told you guys, it just made me realize that uh, what's his partner's name? Tucker Knight. Tucker Knight is just like irrelevant in terms of the tag team. Oh, he he could talk though. The the boy could talk a little bit. Yeah, yeah I but, like Tucker. But if they I, split him up, Otis is gonna be the star. Otis is already the star. That's what Otis saying. is already the star. He's a fat guy that dances. People love fat people that dance, bro. <laughs> that's like that's that's been like a thing since the beginning of the time. Love that's it. really the, that's the nick that's the name of my first mixtape. Fat guy that dances. <laughs> Kels hates me right now so much. Nah, I really don't. But um, <laughs> I I just I just I just don't understand how you guys are sitting here and saying that this you know this is good again because you know. In the group chat, you guys were like, oh, this is so good. And then, like, I went and watched this, and I was like, this is the same fucking garbage that we've been dealing with. So, um, let's see. You have Shane McMahon, who apparently is not only the best in the world, but he's the center of the WWE universe right now. I guess. And that's why, a, that's why he had a <laughs> great promo cut on him by Kevin Wait, Owens. But then he's but, like... But we did, he's on, say, he's on, we did say Shane McMahon is like... The bad part of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Last week and then we said it. He's on both shows. Yeah, we said and, he gets too much time. Wild card rule, hello. <laughs> and then everybody's talking about the Kevin Owens promo that he cut. Um, I don't know if you guys have realized, but that promo, like criticizing Shane, has been cut already by two other people in the past four or five months. They're just rehashing the same thing over and over. Like Shane finds a superstar. The superstar doesn't like him. They have beef. They cut a promo saying he gets all the attention. They have a match. Shane wins with some chicanery, and then he continues to be the best in the world. But Kevin Owens cuts it with a lot more heart, and then they actually had Shane come out and be like, cut his mic. So it was a lot more reminiscent of the other pipe bomb. I, I don't know. And then you got WWE continuing this whole, like, Let's not let's let's not wrestle or let's wrestle during commercial breaks doing another two out of three falls match that nobody cares about. Yeah, I'm really tired of the two out of three falls. Yeah, those, those are dumb. <laughs> it's it's fucking stupid. But SmackDown like, was a solid show. No, SmackDown it's, SmackDown it's, was a solid show because they have more wrestling. That's why. Yeah, but like the way they Sports do that, entertainment. The way they do that two out of three falls thing, like they it's telegraph awesome. they telegraph the result of matches. Like when they don't announce it, you know it's gonna be a squash match. And it's gonna be over in like five minutes, like the Ray Mysterio and Bobby Lashley match. They didn't announce two out of three falls, so you're like, oh, it's gonna be a quick finish, and then yeah. what do you know? Lashley squashed, squashed. That Ray. that that wasn't a match. It was a match. No, because Ray Ray came out and he's like, I challenge anybody, and then Lashley just comes out and just is like, boom, it's over. Yeah, no fucking. That was a waste of time. Why even have the match? It's a squash match. Make Lashley look good. Really? Beating beating up Rey Mysterio makes Lashley look good. He's a two time WWE champion. He's a thirty year legend. He's a, a legend. legend. Who's a legend? Ray. Lashley. Lashley. <laughs> exactly. I knew that was gonna happen. I knew it. I knew he was gonna do it. R.I.P. Leo Rush's career. I think he got officially released. Right. Oh, did he? Because I I still think. 
I still think that was him on Monday. I don't care if, when he took off the mask of Cedric Alexander. <laughs> they just did a, they made a quick change or something. And that's the other thing. It's like, you know, you know, Ray gets squashed, right? Then Ricochet beats both of the brothers and then gets his ass beat. Okay, nobody cares. Um, we we got, like, literally nothing when it came to the 24-7. Like, Maverick was around and he was hiding backstage, but that was it. And then we got that trash-ass Seth and Becky match. With Zelina and Andrade. Oh, that was and then, stupid too. That wasn't that bad. The rules for that match. The rules stupid. of the match was stupid because the man, like the, the man in, -ring, in the ring work, wasn't bad. But the rules well, that, were stupid. That's been the rule for a while, though. That that it's, it's got to be woman versus woman and man like, versus that's, no. But that's the fact dumb. that it was an elimination tag match made yeah, it made, it was stupid, and it shouldn't be that like, anymore, what? right? Because then Becky Lynch stayed on the apron after she eliminated Zelina. I was like, what the fuck is happening? That made no sense. I don't know whose idea that was, but that was. But you know what makes sense? Tessa Blanchard mm. and Sammy Callahan. That makes sense. WWE needs to stop living in in the future and go back to the past of how it should be. That's how wrestling should be, or sports entertainment. Just let them fight each other. Who cares? Yeah, if they're gonna set up intergender matches, then they should let the females or like fight the males. Because they can be done right. Look, Like you said, us, you bring up Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan at Slammiversary over the weekend, and that match was fire. It was a great match. And Sammy Callahan went over. Tessa Blanchard lost. It's unbelievable. And if they had it the other way, it'd still be believable. Like, the only person I feel that doesn't, besides Vince, is Eli Drake with his, like, old-school comics. Like, this isn't believable. I mean, it's wrestling. It's it's not supposed to be believable. We're not watching it, and we're like, oh, man. Is Ray gonna be Kevin Nash? Like, no, but it's it's wrestling. So Ray did be Kevin Nash, or Kevin Nash's quads be Kevin Nash. But you know, <laughs> it's 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 these things. Like, it, it, it you're supposed to suspense belief. You shouldn't be like, I'm not watching a bare knuckle fight. I'm not watching Bart Gunn destroy everybody. You know? Yeah, I think intergender matches, if they if they're done right, they you know they they come off they come off well. You had. I, I remember one match in Lucha Underground was uh, Evil Lease versus uh, Mil Muertes, and that match was fire. And Mil Muertes is like ten times Evil Lease's size, and it was still like a believable, credible match. She lost too, but you know that's believable. You expect that. I but I think you have to you have to do it with certain like I think that it has to be with certain people. So like for example, like Tessa obviously having a match with Sammy Callahan, she has a history of wrestling males, and plus she has the build for it. Whereas like Becky, it works. Um, if we let's say with somebody like Asuka, it would work for her to like do that. Um, Io Shirai would work. You know, there are certain women that it would work for them to actually do intergender matches. But like for example, somebody like Zelina. Or like somebody like Alexa Bliss, it doesn't make sense for them to do intergender matches because they're too small. And I don't want to be a sizist here, but it's just you know, it's believable if Becky here, was to here like comes. if Becky was to like body slam somebody, whereas it wouldn't be that believable if it was like Selena or something like that. Well, you don't got to do a body slam like it, you. You don't have to do power moves to win a match. You could just win them with speed. And as long as he's not fighting someone that's Kevin Nash's height, well, I'm, it's like it's a Kevin Nash reference. Or Josh Briggs' height, then it could be fine. So you could fight someone that's like 5'9", five, 5'10", five, and there's a few guys in the league that fit that mold. I think especially now, right? Because a lot of these NXT guys that are coming up are smaller than yeah. uh, the, typical Vince, Live. the typical Vince mold. Thankfully, no one. Th thankfully, no one's left in the typical Vince mold. You can thank the U.S. government and their lawsuit. 
you know, every now and then he tries to sneak one in. Lars Sullivan. <laughs> Lars oh. Sullivan, you know, Lashley. Lars Sullivan is all bodybuilding.com. Thank you very much. What happened? Yo, what's up with Lars? Lars is dead, right? He doesn't count. I hope he got canceled. I think he did. Nah, he got I injured. Mean, they, he got he got tiny heart syndrome. Let's keep it real. But then he got um, tiny racist heart syndrome. But then the other thing too is like WWE just does things that doesn't like it's just weird. So like they do like the whole Nikki Cross beating Bailey to make it a two on one match. And then it's like everybody's like, oh, why does this happen? And then it's just like, oh, Alexa has a really bad sinus infection. So why don't you just fucking play an injury rather than just make a two and one match? Because now if we don't get the Nikki Cross turn on Alexa, it's not going to be satisfying for that match. And then it's like, is the buildup to Bailey and Alexa even interesting? I don't think so. I think and then, it's going to lead us to Sasha Banks, though. And then after that terrible, you know, two and a half hours, we get the half an hour of Gary Barbutt, which was made no fucking sense, which was the dumbest angle they done in how long. Well, Oscar actually thought Cedric Alexander was somebody else. Yeah, I said who it was. Oh, I did said, you? <laughs> I said it right now. I said, I still think it's Leo Rush. <laughs> yeah, he hit the group chat, and I thought he was ahead of, ahead of my stream. So I, I I stopped looking at my phone and then I'm like this guy has it was like five minute delay I was like no way I'm five minutes behind then he finally takes off his mask I was like I was like who the fuck and I'm just like oh it wasn't Leo Rush <laughs> yeah it's <was> fucking <laughs> stupid but uh, according to Meltzer when it came to Raw the highest point on the show was the Paul Heyman in ring interview at nearly 2.8 million viewers other strong points were the video packaging covering Strowman and Lashley. And then the Lashley and Mysterio segment compared to the main event peaked at about 2.65 million viewers. So they only lost 200,000 people in the last hour. Nikki Cross versus Dana Brooke did well, uh, but the R-Truth segments were not strong. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Andrade and Selena actually did about 2.65 million viewers at its peak. So not a huge drop-off for Raw. I think people are probably trying to weed it out and give it a chance because they know that it's like under new management yeah so they're trying to see how it goes but as far as i'm concerned i don't think anything has changed because smackdown you go on smackdown and it was more the same bullshit so Not you know smack smackdown was a better show this week but um raw i don't know i you know i told you guys i had i had to watch raw like a full raw in a while since last week but um this one was like good background noise as opposed to like when i used to just turn the whole thing off and like go play fifa or something and now you know after extreme rules it should be you know paul Heyman and eric bishop should have you know their hands all in on raw and smackdown since that's supposed to be like their official start or whatever yeah but i just think that like even certain things like like i i did like the nakamura and balor because they they just had a really good match and it was just really nice to see some actual wrestling mm. on the show um like, I made my comment prior, like, the whole, like, Shane opening the show with Kevin Owens, mad fucking annoying, I didn't care. Um, Reigns being on SmackDown again, I don't understand why they still have this brand split and why they keep using this wildcard rule, because it's fucking stupid. Because the wildcard rule, you would think, hey, it's the wildcard, you could bring anybody, we get the same people just going back and forth. Well, that's, that's what we said would happen. Did we? Yeah, we recorded, I think, that, that it would basically kill the mid-card. Because it would just be like the top guys going to both Raw and SmackDown. And that's exactly what's happened. Like, we haven't seen a mid-carder, like, 
say Apollo Crews or Buddy Murphy, some somebody like that show up as a wild card. It's those always, are the name. Those like are the same guys. names that um that Kevin Owens mentioned too mm-hmm. about wrestlers being held back. Yep, he said you're stealing time from you know Buddy Murphy, Apollo Crews, all these people. Oscar, and it's true, Oscar. Then you got who? Harry yeah. Sane. Like they haven't they, they haven't been on SmackDown in in weeks. Yeah, and then Io Shirai she debuted a new theme. Now she's a heel, mm-hmm. and that should have been a bigger deal. Um, and then there's just certain things that I don't get. Like for example, like why the fuck would you take the belts off of Sasha and Bailey, and the fucking Iconics haven't defended the title once, and then now they they act sick. To not defend the title, so they don't have to fight the Kabuki, the Kabuki girls. Like, like who's booking this shit? You're the champion. Like, when, when remember back then in, in you know WCW or even WWE, if somebody didn't want to defend the title that night, the fucking general manager would be like, "I'm gonna strip you, or you defend your fucking title." What happened to that? We just let people not defend their titles now, and like what? They're like creating some inner turmoil between the Iconics, like because one of them is acting sick. Like, it's fucking stupid. I kind of want to believe that this is all a storyline that they're building them up as like chicken shit heels and then eventually they will start defending them and they'll start winning because I feel like they haven't won a single match except once I think they defended their titles one time I forget against who but they did it oh against um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross they beat them but besides that when they go in like singles matches or even non-title tag team matches they lose every match and I kind of want to believe that they're doing it on purpose and then eventually they're going to have like a turning point and be like this dominant heel tag team champions. But I think I'm giving them too much credit and they just don't know what to do with the titles anymore. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just things like I just I just feel like I'm watching things and then I'm just like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, like, for example, like Kofi wasn't on TV, obviously, because apparently he's hurt or something like that, according to Meltzer. And then Joe cut that really good promo, which was good because, you know, he built up the match. But then, like, the whole, like, Alistair Black, somebody knocked on my door angle, that should make no sense. Somebody knocked on my door. <laughs> now I'm going to wrestle you at Extreme Rules. Like, it was like, it was a month long buildup, and that was the payoff. That's it should have been great. Should have so been great. I mean, that- no. Now what do you expect for Firefly Funhouse? Like, it should have been Bray, and by Bray I mean the puppet, the puppet pig. For Firefly, for Firefly, like the, <laughs> the payoff is like, do you have hope for the payoff now? This was a month, least... a month long thing that Alistair Black did. He cut promos every week on SmackDown, and that was the payoff. They couldn't even like tease, like not. They could have not shown Cesaro, just shown like a hand, like, and then him walk away. And whatever, and then just make you wait till Sunday. But then they just threw away the whole payoff. So by the hand, you mean May Young's son, mm. Mark mm. Henry's child? Yes. <laughs> but like, my big, thing is like, bad. with the whole Bray thing, if they don't bring Bray out at Extreme Rules, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Like, he needs to come out and like fucking ruin Undertaker coming out and like just end this shit already and just be back. But, like, at least with the Alistair Black, I guess if we could be positive, we know we're going to get a good match because Cesaro could go. Because yeah. they'll probably fuck, they'll fuck around and steal the show. You know? Because if we get, like, a Cesaro, Sami Zayn level match with Alistair, which we're probably going to get because of the amount of striking that's probably going to take place, I think maybe that's a positive that we're just going to get a good match. 
But I think for me, the only thing that I really liked for SmackDown was Ali's promo, which was which was great. So what would you guys think of that? Yeah, he's been cutting those promos for like two or three weeks, I think. And they're good. Like, they don't come off as like super scripted promos. And it's kind of just like Ali's character. If you like know anything about his background and stuff, you know it's like it's stuff that he actually believes in. Yeah, because he was so, this this week. He was mentioning about being a cop and mm-hmm. why he left. Yeah, which is really good. Yeah, it's it's, but, it's good stuff. It's good shit. Some might say. But maybe because he cut this promo, maybe it'll like lead to something. Because he might, um, maybe he interferes in the main event or something like that. Because remember what happened with him and Samoa Joe. So what if? That'd be spoiler, kind of since he comes in and chokes Joe, get it? <laughs> oh my god. God. Bro. Oh my god. This guy's the worst. <laughs> and then the fashion police come out. <laughs> and there you go. We won stables, right? Yeah, we got the fashion over. police with uh, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. As the enforcer. <laughs> Varo, if this happens, cut the check. We gotta go to Connecticut and just wait outside until they sign but, us. But um, <laughs> we got some notes here. It says uh, Vince McMahon was not at SmackDown on Tuesday, but he was on the phone constantly and reviewed the show with people one hour before it started. Triple H worked the Gorilla Monsoon position. Bruce Pritchard presented the show to the producers. He started out with a rah-rah speech, which we were told came across very transparent. Um, Ryan Ward is still the lead writer of SmackDown and will remain the lead writer unless Big Sean wants to make a change. And now this is the funny part. He will remain the lead writer unless Eric Bischoff wants to make a change, and most likely that will depend on whether Vince would even allow it. So we we know how this is going to go. Um, Pritchard will be the one who acclimates Bischoff and is believed to be the person who pushed the hardest for Bischoff to come back. There was talk of people asking why Bischoff wasn't at least at the show to see how things are done. But um, his deal is to move in and start with this July 16th show. So you guys saying that Bischoff and Heyman started already, they haven't. So we've still been watching a Vince McMahon-led uh, wrestling show for now. No, I think Heyman has. Bischoff, is, it's known that he's going to start after Extreme Rules. But, like, Bischoff is- but Heyman will have more control than... Right now, he you know he gets to pitch in here and there, but after I think Extreme Rules, they both will be like the head, the executive producers of each show. Okay. Yeah, I mean, last week we got a little bit of Heyman in that. That that felt like a Heyman role. Well, I don't know. That Heyman role was funny. I just, I, I, like I said, I have no hope right now. I know you guys have hope, but Calvis doesn't have any hope right now. It won't be a Bischoff Smackdown until he reveals spoilers of AEW. <laughs> Imagine Cody Rose just comes out. Comes out where? On SmackDown? On SmackDown. Yeah, okay. That's right. I <laughs> bought WWE SmackDown. <laughs> I am Fox. <laughs> uh, oh, man. All right. Any, us... Anything else for Raw and SmackDown you guys want to talk about? No. Nope. Nah, I think we touched the important bases. Kevin Owens, Otis the God. Yeah. And did we Otis, mention Otis? Otis looked like a oh. star, man. That, uh... Kels and I have been on the on the bandwagon for months now on the oldest bandwagon. Yeah, I haven't, but that was a good a good match. He just him on social media alone is worth following because he is literally the biggest stereotype you can think of. Oh, but gotta, he makes it work. I gotta follow his, him. Then. His mom's also on social media and she's dope as dope as hell. His mom? 
Yeah. All like right. he always posts her like one big beautiful redneck family. It's amazing. <laughs> Second week in a row, I'm shouting out the rednecks. All right, let's get into the weekend that is going to be packed with wrestling shows. Let's start off with AEW. They're gonna have Fight for the Fallen, a uh, show down in Jacksonville. I think some of the proceeds are gonna be donated to victims of gun violence, so that's pretty cool. But the card, I think, in my opinion, is pretty weak. I think it's another it's another free show, so I don't think you know we can expect much. Well, yeah, well, I think it's gonna be free, but I still think it's gonna be a good show. As far as like, if you want to see wrestling, yeah, yeah, like real wrestling, I think for me, I'm most excited for the SoCal Uncensored versus the Lucha Bros, mm. and then after that, it would probably be Hangman Page versus Kip Sabian. Um. Like you guys know, I don't really like the Young Bucks like that, so I'll watch it, but I'm not going to be hoping for them. And then Kenny is going to obviously just have a Kenny Omega match versus Seema. But I think the card's good. They got they got some of their good guys on there. Janela's on there. Havoc is on there. Darby's on there. Mm-hmm. Are you sure Janela's on there? I mean, you yes, might get those hands. It's jo- Joey Janela, Jimmy Havoc, and Darby Allen versus Sean Spears, your boy MJF, and Sammy Guevara. So... And they're oh. apparently a faction called the Buy-In. Who, MJF, Guevara, MJF, and Guevara, and Spears, yeah. Spears Man, is the worst Spears wrestler. Is trash. Spears is the worst one on that team. That's of course. Doing. But why you guys got to hate on my man, the perfect 10? Like, what is he a 10 in? He's not good. He's boring. So what? Sammy Guevara, I like I like the, the, the baby face heel role he plays. And MJF, as we talked about, as you guys love, he's improving every time. Darby Allen's great. Uh, Jimmy Havoc is like a 60-year-old goth guy. And Joey Janela almost got rocked by uh, Enzo Amori. Did, did you witness that, Oscar? I, I know you were at that concert, too. I was at that concert, but that happened probably after the show. I left. Which concert? Blink-182 and Lil Wayne. When was this? This was Tuesday? Tuesday yeah. Tuesday Wait, you went, to, you went to that concert? Yeah, I drove to Jersey for that. I've always wanted to see Blink, so. Oh, okay, that's when... That's when Joey Janela was fucking with Enzo, right? And Enzo pressed him. Pussy. Nigga ain't want no smoke. Cool. They ain't want no fucking smoke. Who didn't want smoke? Janela. Oh, yeah. Oscar's like, yeah, fucking Enzo. Oscar would have been in the background trying to hype up Enzo. Or hold Janela. Fucking Enzo, bro. Enzo's the fucking man. Do you know what? Do you know what his name is? <laughs> his name. Is Let me spell it out for you. <laughs> I hate you guys. Oscar was in his house, but like, yeah, Enzo, get these motherfuckers. <laughs> Watching old NXT tapes. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, we were mentioning what one-sided tag teams. Enzo and Kaz, classic example. Oh yeah. Nobody cared about Kaz, and then everybody hated Enzo. Yet he still succeeded in wwe listen i'm gonna be honest with you though like this whole like otis and tucker shit and you keep saying that like tucker is not important trust me he is important watch when they start going into the title picture and they actually start contending for belts tucker will be very important he's gonna be the guy that makes all the little saves and all the little moves to like push them to greatness and otis is just gonna be the face of the of the group yeah, but Otis gyrates. He's fat and he dances. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if they break him up. Oh, yeah, obviously. Tucker's gone. Otis will be fine. And Otis is going to get... Well, he probably won't get the rocket strap, but he'll be better But we off. shouldn't. 
we shouldn't break them up because I want to get you know a nice little rain from them. Yeah, yeah. I want Otis versus Big E for the belt in five Ooh, years. That, too fat. <laughs> That's Oscar's dream. Too fat people on the <laughs> main eventing WrestleMania. It's not gonna happen, Oscar. Big E's not fat though. Oh, Big E's thick, like a nice, like a Five Guys milkshake. Like five seats. <laughs> he's like five seats thick. Yeah, he's fucking dude's jacked. <laughs> Fucking Jack. Oh, it is a thing too. But he's also just fat. Yo, he's like fucking. He got two pegs for legs, and then like his whole upper body is like just meatballs like mushed together. <laughs> I like all this. He doesn't bother me. Shout out Carmine <laughs> if you come to New York City. <laughs> but are you guys really gonna watch Fight for the Fallen, or are you gonna be watching the Evolve show? I'm probably gonna have. I don't know what I'm going to watch. The Evolve yet. show on my computer and Fight for the Fallen on my TV. But the Evolve show is running on the network, correct? Yeah. Yes. Oh, WWE's doing this shit on purpose. Yeah. 100%. That's what, that's what Kenny Omega was crying about. Remember he took to Twitter and then deleted all the tweets? And then he did the finger thing. And then he tweeted, I'm not going to worry about anything else but my life anymore. And it's like, bro, you're hurt. We get it. He was wild hurt. <laughs> nah, it's because he said something and then... The fucking toxic wrestling group that is WWE trolls are like, fuck you, Kenny Omega, you blonde fag. Wow. <laughs> Kenny, you suck. You fucking V trigger. What's a V trigger? It's a loser move. You found my. You found, what are you talking <laughs> about? You found my alternate account. Oscar's on his burner yeah, account. Burner accounts. He's like, you oversell, bro. Your knees are whack. You take at, too much time. You telegraph is, moves. At this is not Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Omega's a spot monkey. Prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shit. That's the shit. Fucking WWE trolls do. You know. You know. You know. We're near better than Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. Uh, that, yeah. that last comment was not me, by the way. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen shit like that on the internet, bro. I mean, if you look at this evolve, the evolve card, I think it's better than the fight for the fallen card. You got. I mean, you could tell who's going to win, but there's still good matches. You got Adam Cole versus uh, Akira Tozawa for the NXT Championship. You got Austin Theory versus uh, J.D. Drake. They both got their titles online. Like I said before, I'm a big Austin Theory fan. I don't know why Vince hasn't called him up yet, but he's good. The Tag Team, Evolve Tag Team Championships. You got Kingston and Gacy versus A.R. Fox and Leon Ruff. Shout out to the Rough Rough Gang. Got Matt Riddle versus Drew Gulak. That should be fire. Damn, Eddie Kingston getting some shot on the WWE Network. Never thought I'd see the day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, the rest of the cards, you know, I'm not too familiar with the names, but we've gone to Evolve shows, and we've never had a bad time. Except for, like, the loser marks that you have to sit around. That get hyped because a wrestler lets them carry their gear. Hold their gear while they wrestle. What? Remember CM Punk Kid? I went on the rent. That last Evolve that- show I went to? That's some doja shit, bro. Like the, CM Punk kid is known for that. The guy, the guy, like gave him his gear. He's like, "Oh yeah, he always lets me hold his gear when he wrestles." I was like, "So you're a bitch." All right, cool. Like he's a fuck fucking doja, bro. <laughs> he wants to be uh, what's his name? The cuck. Who's the oh cuck? Gallows? No, <laughs> Anderson. Anderson, yeah. I can't. I can't tell him apart. <laughs> Gallows is the tall one. He used to be uh. Fetus and yeah, a Festus. couple other names. Festus. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. I, that was my mistake. Hundred percent. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, evolve. I think I think I'm gonna watch the evolve show. I don't I don't think I could watch BR uh, Bleacher Report live on my PS4. So out of no. convenience, I'm just gonna watch evolve. Maybe I'll download the app on my phone and just have it on my phone. Yeah, I can only watch it on my Amazon stick. I can't I can't watch it on my Roku stick. Really? Yeah, I think. I... Oh, that's weird. I think I'll be watching the uh, ESPN Plus UFC card. So. <laughs> oh wow, that's that's a triple header. Um, Josh Josh Emmett is on the card, which means somebody's gonna get fucked up, knocked out. Aspen Ladd is fighting. She's a, she's a fucking unit. So, you know, this I'm just gonna continue my no faith in wrestling right now until I see something that gives me hope. Uh, I only talk about, I only talk and watch choreographed fights. Oh wait, I might actually you know what I might watch the Evolve show just because Harlem Bravado's on, and you know he's the gentrified guy with the black person gimmick. Comes out to MOP music, <laughs> and he's white. Hilarious, hilarious. Oh wait, Air Fox is wrestling. You know what? I might actually might watch this. I like Air yeah. Fox. That's a... It's a solid card. Yeah, Leon Ruff, Air Fox, a... and Leon Ruff are that's really fucking good. That's the Ruff Ruff gang. Yeah, Rough Rough Gang is fire. Matt Riddle, I guess. Bro. Fuck Matt Riddle. Bro. It would be Bro. worth it would Bro. be worth watching the Evolve show. Nah, actually, you know what, guys? Just text me when Adam Cole's about to come out just so I can watch him do his entrance. That's the only thing I care about. <laughs> We're it's gonna be in Philly, right? The show? Yeah. Philly. Yeah, in Philly. Oscar's like, let's go! I am all about driving to Philly for anything. I really need cheesesteaks. Yeah, you mentioned the UFC kills that five second KO. Who my weekend. boy Matt? My boy yeah. Masvidal. That shit was nasty. He just did. He just did Daniel Bryan flying me. Yeah, in Listen, real Ma- life. <laughs> My man Masvidal came through with the fucking not a two piece in a biscuit. He gave him the whole bucket of chicken right there, knee to the neck. Yeah, the guy right? like the guy woke up and had no idea what happened. He remembered yeah. waking up at home. That's it. Yeah, Asker and Asker was fucked up. He didn't remember the whole day. The whole day. Yeah. That's he good. got a he wanted to talk about immigrants. C- he got a huge C-T-E. fucking concussion. CTE. Is that is that like the name of a cologne or something? CTE. What is that? Ha 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 ha. I thought that was the name of um. <laughs> Kendrick it's Lamar's the... label. It's Nick Foley. It's Nick Foley's cologne. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. Was isn't it CTE? Or... It's TDE. You dumbass. TDE, yeah. I don't care. He's trash. Wow. High take Ken- of the day. You said Kendrick Lamar's trash. Yeah. I'm not a Kendrick Lamar fan either. I just I don't get the hype. I, I'll be honest with you. I uh Good Kid Mad City was good and then everything else was just Yeah, Good Kid Mad City was fire. Above average. But and I don't then... think Vara has an opinion on this. You like J. Cole, so I like J. Cole. I, J. Cole's not bad. <laughs> He's not. Bro, bro. He's not J. great. <sighs> yeah, Yo, you know when you buy tickets to J. Cole concerts, they tell you to bring a blanket and a pillow. But the only reason do go to J. Cole so concerts is so women love J. Cole. No, women so love J. Cole, bro. Women do not love J. Cole. Yes, they do. The arty, the artsy type, like I went to a liberal arts college, love J. Cole. So you got to do what you got to do. All right, let me tell you something, bro. Yeah, Real I heard, talk. I heard Brooklyn Mirage was like packed with all you the neo soul, neo soul girls. Yeah, it was it was packed with the 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 super woke, ultra feminist, hyper left hairy armpit dreadlock chicks <laughs> that charge stones and they don't use deodorant because it has aluminum and it gives you cancer those type I like, of girls I like stones without rare candy I wouldn't be the man I am today alright <laughs> did you just make a Pokemon joke <laughs> <laughs> and 
that's how you know you're not about that life because you use rare candy because rare candy actually doesn't even help you like that. It makes you level up, but it actually makes your Pokemon weak. This is true. Because they because they don't actually um gain the experience. They don't points train. Who cares if they don't train? My level 100 Mew was catching bodies. Uh, rare candy level 100 Mew is more like a level 60 in reality. If you grind to 100, you be unstoppable. No one grinds. No one got time for that. I did. I had time. <laughs> I worked. I worked hard, but um, yeah. Uh, Vara, what's next before we just go off track and forget <laughs> about everything? All right, let's do uh, extreme rules predictions. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna write these down, and then you know we'll put up a, like a nice little graphic on Instagram, so everybody can see how we voted. I'll start off. The card is in no particular order, but I'll go with what I think will be the order of the card. So pre-show will probably be. Drew Gulak versus Tony Nice for the Cruiserweight Championship. I had no nice. idea. I had no idea Nice dropped the title. He dropped it at the last pay per view. Yeah, I had no idea. I missed the pre-show. <laughs> oh, he did. Yo, I had no idea. Yeah, Drew Gulak is the champion, so I'm going Drew Gulak because there's no way he drops it in less than a month or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Nice was still champion. Nah. <laughs> Who you so got, Kels? Um. Who do I got? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go with my homeboy Drew Gulak. Even though I think Tony, they might do like the whole like drop the title, drop the title, but I think Gulak's gonna get it. All right, that's three votes for Gulak. Uh, next, I think they'll go with the tag team championship match. Start off the show, the Revival versus the Usos. Who do you guys got? The what? The Revival. The Revival versus Scott the Dawson, Usos. Scott Dawson, Wilder, the uh, like the Horsemen, a Chase. Tag team. I'm 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 going with the revival. They retain. Yep. Uh, I'm I think they with... also win it at like SummerSlam. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I think they'll hold off. So I'm gonna go revival. And they're and they're like part of uh, Shane McMahon's stable right now. Who do you got, Kells? What? <laughs> the revival. The revival versus I the know, Usos. I know. I'm joking. Um. <laughs> um. To be honest, I like I like the Usos, but I think the revival. They're, they're gonna win again, so I, I'm 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 going on revival. All right, so three for the revival. Next match, Alistair Black versus Cesaro. Alistair Black, no, no. Alistair Black, no brainer. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm a, I'm a pick Cesaro. Doesn't make sense for him to Ooh. win, but I'm a pick Cesaro just to be different because we can't all have the same boats. Yes, we can. We've done it before. That's why I'm I'm breaking the mold. All right. Varos against Groupthink. <laughs> uh, next match, I'll say tag team titles: Danny Bryan and Rowan versus the New Day versus Heavy Machinery. Heavy Machinery. <laughs> you got it. Heavy Machinery. I'm gonna go New Day. I'm going with Otis. Oh yeah! Wow. By himself. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You just said Otis. Fuck everybody. <laughs> I told you, man. Tucker. <laughs> yeah, heavy machinery with the upset. Yeah. They'll probably chic- want to do something to like spice it up after an AEW show. We'll get some chicanery. I don't. I don't know if they're they're ready to put the titles on them. But the, I feel like the titles are not even that important. They, yeah, it's whatever. Have you seen Otis? Otis is ready for a WWE Hall of Fame spot right now. I called it. <laughs> Alright, you guys got Heavy Machinery, I got New Day. 
Next match, I'll go Ricochet versus AJ Styles, which I think is going to steal the show. Yep. But I'm going to go with AJ because I feel he's going to cheat. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> AJ too. No, I'm going Ricochet. Because you, you love his promos? I was going to say Team Lightskin. <laughs> it's because it's cause he's light-skinned, duh. <laughs> Fuck. I support my brothers. <laughs> I, I think he'll lose it and then win it again at SummerSlam. Just to give him like a big win at one of the big four pay-per-views. Because you know they're, good, they're just going to stretch that the feud on. They're not going to end it at Extreme Rules. Nah, they have to stretch it. Yeah. Alright, next match. Shit. Should have done this in some kind of order, but I'll go Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in a last man standing match. Nobody cares. Actually, I think I think Strowman's gonna win. Yeah, I, I feel like he's due to get his uh, monster gimmick rolling again. Uh, I'm actually gonna go Lashley. Ooh, you go with the booty with the booty clapper. The booty wow. clapper. The headband wearing booty clapper. <laughs> See that? I can put I can put my bias aside and go against Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Hope you guys are proud of me. I I just think that squash the race squash is like you know st- the start of a build for something, and you know Rollins is gonna need an opponent for next for the next pay per view. I don't see who it is, but you know Bobby Lashley could get plugged in. Bischoff is coming back, so it's gonna be Hogan, like Kells called it. I told you Hogan was gonna show up. Yeah, I thought I was lying. <laughs> Listen, it could be Hogan just, versus Rollins. I'm just letting you guys know okay. I, I got inside sources at WWE, but I can't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a wrestling journalist? Nah, I'm on my uh, Chris Broussard shit, just making up sources. <laughs> <laughs> did you also have Sorry. Kawhi going to the Lakers? <laughs> no, I actually said Clippers. I did not. I, he was not going to the Lakers. <laughs> he, you know he actually got that information off of Reddit, right? Probably. Reddit like, source. No, there was like this Reddit account yeah, that there. was like accurate with like a couple free agency decisions, and then this account was like, "Oh, Kawhi's going to LA. He's going to Lakers." And then like Broussard, the next day was like, "I've got sources that says that he's going to Lakers." And then like when Kawhi chose the Clippers, the guy on Reddit deleted his account and erased everything. <laughs> All right, let's see what else is on this card. Then we got. Roman Reigns and the Undertaker. Kofi, Kofi? King, Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. I think Kofi wins because of some Ali chicanery. Oh, okay. You want to plug in Ali? All right. I think Ali is going to come out. And do what? Interfere with Joe because remember Joe injured him. Oh, oh, you're taking it back. I see. But but remember he's if he's if he's making promos talking about. I, I, you know, I left being a police officer because I wanted to do right and I couldn't do right. Like he's trying to right wrongs. Joe did him wrong. Like that's just me. That's the way I see. It. I think I, I like when I watch wrestling. I'm not saying that I think that I know what I'm doing, but I would. I like to see the booking a certain way. Where I would think they would go in the obvious direction. But you know, you got Vince McMahon who walks up in meetings. He's like, "What's up, niggas? Let me get a a steak wrap." I've actually walked into a meeting saying those exact words. <laughs> Probably told to leave. <laughs> Oscar, who you got? I got Kofi. Come on. Yeah, I got I got Kofi too, and I got uh. Kofi's New... not dropping until he drops it to Big E. That is what I'm sticking to. I got New Day, New Day holding all the gold at the end of the night. Tag titles and the WWE Championship. What about the women's title? Ah, uh, well, not all the gold. 
know, most, now, most want, of the gold. What what are you? The fucking um the guy looking for the the leprechaun in Alabama? I want the gold. <laughs> I want all the gold. All right, next it's match. Probably, it's probably a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> Love that video. It's probably a crackhead in that tree. Um, next match. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Do we even have to oh, discuss this? I don't. I don't really care. Stupid. I don't, <laughs> don't care about this match at all. This is this is supposed to be the second most important title in the WWE, and no one cares. Yeah. Well, you know what? I want I want Bailey to come in and throw a curveball. Wait, it's the first and second most important titles, supposedly, and nobody cares. Yeah, they they've I don't know. This match is stupid, but Rollins and Becky are not dropping their titles. No. Did you no did way. you guys see the shirt that WWE came out with for Seth Rollins where it's like the man's the man? Man. Oh yeah. <laughs> you sent that in the chat, bro. That's that's for the cucks. Like I like I said that yo, that's more emasculating than the uh Mike Canellas storyline right now. But who who y'all think is the father? Vince McMahon. Wait, there's a wait, there's a storyline that she's pregnant and is not his baby? Yeah. Yeah, supposedly. So it's, it's gonna be probably Vince. yeah, it's gonna be Vince or it's gonna be Bray. <laughs> or it's gonna be Hogan, because Hogan needs to be inserted into a storyline somehow, some way. Vince uh Bischoff is in charge. So like Kel said, he's gotta be here. He's gonna be I'm... Vince and then he, she's gonna give birth to Hornswoggle. Yo, it's twenty nineteen. You mean Maverick? Drake Maverick. Shout out to Drake Maverick again. For stealing CM Punk's picture with the 24-7 title in the fridge. <laughs> Alright, and then the last match on Extreme Rules. The match no one else, no one cares about too. Undertaker Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre in a no-holds-bar match. Can I just, can I choose I'm tired as an option? Because <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I, 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 can't, I can't. I say th- two coast-to-coast. And uh, <laughs> a win by Roman Reigns and The Undertaker. Oh my god, Undertaker's gonna walk on the ropes and he's gonna bust his fucking ass. He's so hip. And he's then so old, fucking old. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and and then McIntyre's gonna win a one on one match on SmackDown with The Undertaker. I, I just I I that's, can't that's do this. That's gonna be the anymore. SummerSlam match. Stop. Taker and Stop. McIntyre. Stop. <laughs> like, I just He's want going away. Just... Nah, they gotta just retire this old nigga, bro. I'm done. I can't with Undertaker, bro. I can't. Like, who... Like, his wife does not love him, bro. Um, His wife, Michelle like, McCool? Like, if she, loved... <laughs> if she loved him, she'd be like, yo, you need to stop. Yo, bro, he getting that... He getting that... Um, he getting he that cheddar. Hey. Bro, you telling me right now that you don't think Undertaker could tell Vince you I need you to pay me to not wrestle? <laughs> nah, Vince is not gonna do it. Vince nah, is... he will. He will because he, are you pay him me? not to show up to these autograph sessions and stuff? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, fact, yeah, but not to wrestle. Nah, he needs him. He needs him to show up like twice a year. If Taker was like, I don't want to wrestle anymore. You have to pay me to not wrestle. And if you don't pay me to wrestle, I'm gonna go show up at AEW and. Oh yeah, yeah. If you said that part, yeah, that part. (laughs) Yeah, he Vince Vince would cut him a check. Vince would cut him a check so fast. All right, well that's that's it for the uh, Extreme Rules card. I think it's I think it'll be okay pay per view. Like, 
Oh, I didn't do Bailey versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Well, I think I think I think Bailey wins because Nikki and Alexa get into an argument or something like that. Yeah, Bailey's gonna win because Nikki's gonna turn on her. Nah, Sasha's coming back. They telegraph they telegraph the shit out of it. With the two on one, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? The the Nikki well, you know, we So according to the Sa- dirt sheets. Sasha's gonna come save her. According to the dirt sheets, Sasha Banks is due to come back sometime soon. And Nikki Cross cut a promo on Raw talking about how Bailey doesn't have any friends and that she needs to find herself a friend that has her back like Alexa Bliss has Nikki Cross's back. And they kept emphasizing that Sasha, that Bailey has no friends, has no friends, has no friends. You need a friend. You need a friend. So who's her friend? Sasha inflatable, Banks. Inflatable Sasha Banks thing? is gonna come back. What the inflatable <laughs> car wash? Car wash dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha Banks is coming back. Bailey. Hopefully, you know she does the save for Bailey, and then Sasha just turns heel and destroys Bailey, and they finally oh. give us that that feud again. But I don't know. Not much hope. Well, it would be Sasha's flow to, like, come out and, like, save her and then, like, give her a hug and then fucking hit her with a bank statement. Mm-hmm. That's what they should do. And I don't know. And then, but and then hopefully them. we get uh, Corey to say some great stuff. Bank statement is yeah. such a great name, though, for our finisher. Everything Sasha Banks does. Everything about her gimmick is good. It's great. And her you can take song? that to the bank. Mm, hey. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you guys, our listeners don't know, please go watch Steven Seagal's Hard to Kill. One of my favorite shitty 80s action movies. Uh, the bad guy actually says you could take that to the bank. And that's how Steven Seagal remembers that he was the one who paid for his family to get killed in the movie. So please go watch Hard to Kill. So Classic. The whole movie. No, it doesn't matter. You know from the beginning it was the mayor. Hard to Kill is a classic Seagull movie. Classic Seagull movie. Amazing. Alright. On that note, this has been another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. We'll be back next week to talk about the important stuff that happens during the week because there's going to be like, what? 3, 5, 9, 12, 15 hours of wrestling in the next couple of days. Yeah, that's mad hours, bro. Yeah. I got kids. By the next time we record, there's going to be 15 to 16 hours of wrestling that we we will try to watch. That's crazy. That's too much wrestling. What am I supposed to do? That's a lot of time, bro. There's there is need literally no such thing as too much wrestling. <laughs> I do not agree with these two. And then, oh, one last note. If you guys like Lucha Libre AAA, they stream, you know, they started streaming a lot of their events on Twitch. So if you're ever bored on a Saturday night or Sunday night, there's usually a AAA event streaming on, I think, AAA Lucha on Twitch. What, the one that's going to be happening in the Bronx? Uh, no, not that one. I don't think that's one. a AAA event. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. We are Los Marcos. We are out. Peace. Peace.